fashion. Okay, welcome to our first podcast, official podcast on the Dawson's Creek rewatching. Well, actually, initial watching and rewatching. I'm Tay Tay. And this is... And I'm Danielle, and we are sisters. Just a little background, very briefly. We're sisters. We grew up in the 80s and 90s, so we're like almost exactly the age of the Dawson's characters at the time. And we grew up in a town that's very similar to like, has Cape Side tendencies, you know, small only, town. Only in the Midwest. Yeah, in the Midwest. <laughs> so, with more farming. <laughs> Less sailing, more farming. Right. And the name of this podcast, we should say that in the fr- in the beginning. What's in the intro? Oh, it's is um, teen drama for a mama. Because I'm the mama and Tay-Tay's the aunt. <laughs> and I just of, like drama. Of two small children. So we initially never watched Dawson's Creek when it was out. Because I think I was in college and I was just too busy and wasn't into that kind of stuff. So, and I was way too cool to ever watch something like Dawson's Creek. <laughs> so we just discovered it recently. I think my husband like watched it on Netflix because it was like one of the only shows we could watch with the kids around. Except when Pacey starts making out with his teacher. And then um, and so I got hooked on it and so I watched it and then Tay Tay watched it and then we're like, dude, this is this is like comedy gold we have to do a podcast about this so now we're re-watching it episode by episode and doing po- a podcast on it so we'll try to oh by the way and i'm very type a so i have a lot of notes and themes and like cliff notes about dawson's Creek. what i was just gonna say i'm like we liken ourselves to she's more of a joey andy type and i'm probably more of a pacey jen type Minus the slut part. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're going to get started on episode one, season one, episode one, The Pilot, written by the creator, Kevin Williamson, directed by Steve Miner. So we open up with Cape Side, Massachusetts. It's a town supposed to be in Massachusetts, even though they filmed it in North Carolina. And you'll see they wear summer clothes most of the time. Bathing suit tops. And- right. And they're in school the whole time. And they're wearing summer clothes. And I'm like, dude, it's freezing in Massachusetts. But aside from that. So there's seaside. There's a lot of sailing going on. Um, and then we have to say we watched it on... Um, recently on the streaming app that it was on has this re- this horrendous theme song that is not the original theme song that I totally was taken aback by. I don't want to wait. That yeah, was never that there. Was not, that never was there. not the theme song. <laughs> In fact, the theme song was so intolerable that I had to fast forward the entire time. Right. Every single time it was skip intro, skip intro. I don't want to hear this. Because I guess they couldn't get the copyright to it. Yeah. So it was. Except it, for the last two episodes. It was not. <laughs> uh, it was a poor substitute. Yeah. Um, oh, and then other credits. We've got um, James Vanderbeek. Je- um, Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams gets the second billing. Ah. Then Joshua Jackson, because they'd, I think, all been in stuff before. And then Katie Holmes is last. But she gets switched to second bill- billing by the, the end of the season. season. Yeah. Because yeah. I think her, her fame yeah, took she, off a lot. She was in a bunch of movies. So. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, oh, yeah. So we open up with them watching E.T. The first line of the episode is Joey saying, I'll be right here, which I think is apropos because. She's always there for Dawson, and he's always there for her throughout the whole show, right? Okay, yeah. 
symbolism. I didn't catch that. <laughs> but I love oh. I love ET, so I'm like, oh, that that's was right. my thing, yeah. you know. <coughs> and then, oh yeah, even though Dawson and Joey may be apart from each other, they'll always be in our hearts. I'll be right here. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as my Steven Spielberg uh, okay. love goes. So. <laughs> Um, okay, so then we've got, they're starting to talk about, in, they're 15, entering hi, freshman year in high, in high school. So they're entering puberty, growing I apart. I thought they were entering sophomore. They're not? They're no, freshmen? they're fresh. I think they just started high school. Okay. She said, we're in high school now. Oh, I see. Okay. Because so, they're in high school for four years. Yeah, that's true. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is why we're re-watching it and doing yeah. the podcast, not the initial time. <laughs> And so they're they're first introducing this whole long lasting theme of the male and female friendship. Can they remain friends? Like the whole Harry Met Sally thing. I will note that for such a wonderful, beautiful house on the outside that Dawson has, he has wood paneling as his bedroom walls. It was the eighties, oh. probably when that house was made. <laughs> I was like, is this a trailer? Or a house. <laughs> oh, and then this is begins with all of Joey's like innuendos, how like Dawson has long fingers, quote unquote, and how many times does he walk his dog, quote unquote. Oh yeah. How she's so free and open about talking about sex. Mm-hmm. And she's calls Dawson on him not being able to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then they're making the Swamp Thing movie, which is horrendous. He's supposed to be this awesome yeah. movie maker, and like and, this looks like a horrendous movie. And he's going to enter this movie into a film festival? In, in Boston. In Boston? Yes. <laughs> like a nationwide film festival. Nailed it, Swamp Thing. Yes. <laughs> I will say, however, he is very creative, and he, he puts like that camera on the long yeah. zoom. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's learned some camera stuff. But he's also using thing. a handheld to enter into a film contest. Then we find we out did. later that, yeah. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. we made these movies. In- yes. I, we have to also make a caveat that when we were, we were a lot younger though. We were yeah. like in middle school. Um, I was in high school for Butt Knockers uh, from Outer oh, Space. Oh yeah, yeah, we made that too yeah. in high school. Because my friend showed it on the morning announcements unbeknownst to me. <laughs> End of morning announcements in there. Here I am getting eaten by a trash can. It's really embarrassing. So we, we have some, um. A soft spot for Dawson making his homemade movies. Yeah. With the video camera that his parents are using for sex tapes on his downtime. Don't don't watch some of those tapes, Dawson. Yeah, I left one in the film camera. Maybe take that one out. Yeah, more about the sex lives of Gail and Mitch later. (laughs) Please no. Please no. (laughs) As soon as I said it, I was like, why? Oh, okay, here. Can we mention yet yes. the no driveway? Oh, no, I was about to mention how we f- we see Jen, okay. who looks like the total vixen with her blonde yeah. hair flowing in the wind, getting out of the taxi cab with her see-through shorty short summer dress, and the, how the cab pulls up right into the backyard yeah. of Dawson's house. I'm like, wrong house, and you're in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and you wonder why we switched to Uber from taxi cabs. Like, She's like, what? I saw Dawson. <laughs> I don't want to wait. 
the way, if you're from the West Coast, if you're on the East Coast, it rains like almost every day, and your yard is always soggy, uh-huh. and there would be giant ruts. Like mm-hmm. every single scene, the cars pull up into the backyard in the grass. Yeah. And I'm like, they don't have a driveway. I'm honestly surprised they could even do that in North Carolina. Yeah, like, because... How did those cars not leave giant ruts all through their yard? Maybe it was a soundstage with fake grass. Uh, okay. That's how they make, I don't know that's how they make movies. Oh, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the boys start drooling and run to her. Yeah. They don't even remember her at all, by the way. And she supposedly has visited her Grams, who lives next door. Yeah. And remembers Dawson as a chubby stout boy. Yeah. Which uh, also Joey says later on that, like, oh, yeah, he uh, he had a growth spurt last year. Right, right. So, evidently, he got hot last year, so. You call that hot? He was a hard okay, crowd in I the day. I'm not saying that I think so, yeah. but. He was, you He's right. a nice, clean, cut, blonde boy. Yeah, yeah. And he's not fat anymore. Yeah. Which brings me later on to his outfits. Like, he always wears this giant baggy. Do you remember yeah. kids wearing giant baggy outfits back then? Well, I wore the flannels and t-shirts every day in high school. That but was. I'm like, he looks like he's going painting somewhere. Yeah. It's like giant, long, loose, yeah. baggy clothes. I'm like, he dresses like he used to be a fat kid. Yeah, yeah. He's still uh-huh. buying fat kid clothes. Yep, yep. Not that he can get advice from Pacey because he's wearing bowling shirts every day. <laughs> he's dressed like Charlie Sheen and two he, and a half men. He looks men. like two, what's that guy's two name? And two and, half and, half and a half men. Like yeah. Charlie, Charlie. Sheen, yeah. His name's Charlie, right? <laughs> yeah. That's... Creative. <laughs> <laughs> and Pacey actually grows up to have a house in Malibu and live with his brother. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And write jingles. <laughs> So uh, Joey immediately starts off shooting Jen daggers because I think she's reacting to how the boys are reacting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be a sexy dress on uh, Jen because uh, even though the length is short, it looks like one, she borrowed one of Graham's dresses and just cut it short. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, and then, um, then um, we see... Joey go back home. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Dawson mentions in shooting the film that there's two weeks until the film festival. Right. So if you're, you know, I've never made a movie for, um, you know, a film festival, but I feel like two weeks and you're still shooting the last half of the movie. I think you probably have to have it in production stages and editing by then, right? Like, right. It's not like cut, print, go. Right. <laughs> I'm like, two weeks. That thing should have been done, done by you're now. You're done filming. Yes, yeah. yes. And they haven't even started school. In the film class is entering a film, and they're right. just starting filming for a film that they're going to enter in the film. Right. Class. It it doesn't. I'm, I'm all about the, continuity errors. You've so. got to give up on continuity I know, to I enjoy this. <sighs> and I'm just going to make one mention here that we are introduced to Jen's sister, who is a unwed... Joey. Um, Joey's, sorry, Joey's sister, Bess, mm-hmm. who is unwed, knocked up by a, and black, a black guy, which is the total town scandal. And this guy is a different guy that we... A different Bodie, that's her husband, that we see all the... Sorry, we're assuming that you guys have all watched these first four episodes. We see in the second episode that it's a totally different dude. So, I don't know what happened there. Um, And so, that's like... 
Joey is has like huge scandal because she's from the wrong side of the tracks, even though her house looks pretty nice and it's on a creek. So yeah. Yeah. but her sister is like about ten years older than her. Her mother died, her sister's un unwed, having a baby with a black guy, and her dad is in federal prison for drugs. Yeah. And so Dawson has the perfect life. Joey has everything going wrong. Okay. Next, enter Dawson and Pacey working at the video oh, store. No. <laughs> By the way, there are three kids working at this town video store. The town looks doesn't look like that big. Yeah. And we had one video store. Remember that one in yes, Ashley yes. Conklin's video? Uh-huh. There was like one employee, and it was an old lady. And it was Mrs. Conklin. And it was <laughs> Mrs. Well, we find out Nellie, who's like the school bitch, uh, her dad owns the video store, so she's just there so she can boss around Dawson and Pacey. And then Dawson and Pacey are just like shooting the breeze when Miss Jacobs walks in <laughs> in her see-through nightgown looking, She it looks like a nightgown she's wearing. By the way, and she's going to be their high school teacher, we find out. So it's like you're walking around town going in video video store flirting with the dudes at the video store that look like high school age, and then you're going to be the teacher? Yeah. Like, when you're off-duty as a teacher, you still got to present yourself as a teacher. Yeah, yeah. And so you can, like, almost do her see-through bra, and then she starts saying, I want a video about romance. And, and I like the the vintage ones. I like the older ones, like the graduate. She can't lay it on any thicker. She's disgusting. Let's finish off with Miss Jacobs. Cut to class the next day, and uh, Miss Jacobs is Joey is uh, Pacey's teacher, and Joe and Pacey just thinks like he's gonna be hitting on Miss Jacobs in class. It's like a little note, like back here in the nineties, it was still considered like not predatory to want to have sex with your underage boy student you know it wasn't <laughs> apparently not <laughs> but it was still it was just taboo it wasn't like um you a hard line it was more like accolades given to the boy that could nail the old lady right so to finish off with miss jacobs so she tries to act super professional in class, and Pacey's confused. And then he sees her later on in this episode after. Oh, then he goes. Then she finds out she's going to the movie theater, right? Mm-hmm. Then he decides to go to the movies and like stalk her. Yeah. And then accost her when it, she's with another guy. And then, like in the class, he's like, "Do you want to come and rent Summer of '42?" <laughs> like, that's a sex movie. <laughs> Hey, I've got Saving Ryan's Privates. <laughs> we'll go through the back room with that little curtain. Because you know every video store had one. Oh, by the way, I don't think they're old enough to check those videos out to people. If you're not 18, you couldn't rent a porno well, in the 90s. So wait, added chalk up another employee at the video store. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a full-grown man. Oh, yeah, by the way, we didn't mention it, the movie when he, like, 
like stalks her. Oh yeah, yeah. Then he ends up getting a fight in a fight with the guy she's with, this who spills his popcorn on some other dude who jumps up and punches Pacey, fifteen year old Pacey, in the face. Yeah. A full grown man. And with no repercussions. Yeah. Punches a child in the face and we're just like shouldn't have been there, Pacey. <laughs> yeah, it's Pacey's fault. Pacey's yeah. screw up, you know. Yeah. And then when he sees her later on in the pier and then he like totally gives her what for and like you're enticing me. Yeah. And now you don't you don't wanna Do you wanna say the line? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's letting me have this one. He, I'm proud of Pacey because he calls her on it for being a total flirt and then trying to act like she didn't lead him on. Uh-huh. And then comes the best pickup line I've ever heard that totally gets this 35-year-old woman. And it's uttered by a 15-year-old in a bowling shirt. <laughs> I, I'm the best sex you'll never have. And Teach can't stand it. She lays it on him. Open mouth kiss. By the way, it's also disgusting to think like like nineteen year old Joshua Jackson yeah. has to kiss a like forty five year old forty five year old. Yeah. We've done the the homework on the math on this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, Cameron. Like Jacobs. just even as an actor, that's kind of gross to me out. Yes, me too. I'm like. Come on, Leanne Hunley. Gross. Yeah. From Days of Our Lives, we saw you. Yeah, cameo corner. <laughs> um, also, Pacey's total um, lack of understanding of the repercussions that this teacher could have with having an affair with him is phenomenal. Like, he's all butthurt that she won't talk to him in front of other students. And he's calling her Leanne in class. Or, you know, he's calling her Tamara in class. And I'm like, you obviously don't have any concept of what you're doing. Like, you think of only how it's going to affect you and not that this is her entire career and life on the line here. Can I do a sidebar? At the video store, we see our first picture of I Know What did last summer. Because Kevin Williamson also wrote that, like, wrote that movie. And then we see it later on in film class, which, Mr. Gold, come on, that's what you're teaching in film? First of all, why do they have a film class in a small high school in Massachusetts? Like, I've never heard of that. Yeah. And then Mr. Gold's like, that's the film movie poster. He must have got it free in the mail or something. Yeah. And to be entering this student film into this Boston Film Festival. I'm like, a a class project? And this is a nationwide... Ballsy, man. (sighs) Yes. Okay, so next we could either talk about Jen or we could talk about Galen Mitch. I got Dawson's oversexed parents and Jen. We gotta gotta do it. (laughs) Okay, we finally meet... We meet Gail first on air with her giant beehive hairdo. Yeah. And then and Meathead Mitch with his tiny little pea head and giant football body. Mitch doesn't have a job. All he does is work out in the garage. And build models of a restaurant he wants to oh, make. that's right. The aquarium restaurant? No, no wonder why Gail's sexing up her co-anchor, Bob. Yeah. Back to you, Bob. Back to you, Bob. Dawson sometimes is perceptive and sometimes is completely clueless. Yeah. Because he thinks not, he can tell the mom is has a thing with Bob. You yeah, know? when it's not him, he's overly perceptive of everything, but completely clueless about things in his own life. 
Right. And by the way, Bob's different in this episode than yeah. all the other episodes. He looks like a total douche in this episode, and it re- replaced by a new guy who looks a little bit nice. These actors did the pilot like, this show sucks. Don't sign me up for this. <laughs> I'm not going to stay. <laughs> I'm not going to I definitely want to wait. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. And then, so wait, we first find Gail and Mitch when Pacey and Dawson walk in on him having sex on the coffee yeah. table. And Gail's like, what, Dawson? At least we're not, like, in the middle of it. It could be worse. Yeah. I was like, uh. And they've been married. What's the timeline? Oh. They've been married 20 years. They're going to be celebrating their 20th year anniversary right. in an episode or two. And right. so, oh, do we want to go into the Mitch and Gail timeline right now? Yes. Okay, let me Let's get to do that. It. Let's do it. Okay. It's just crazy how they're like, like in front of their a 15-year-old pubertal, peri-pubertal son, they're sexing each other up all the time. Yeah. And then with the video cameras, like, don't, don't take the tape out of it. Better take the tape out of that video camera. But it's a video camera he bought for his son. So it's not even like the family video Dude, camera. this guy You're can't just leave keep it in his pants ever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's me and my but continuity. Even worse than Mitch, Gail is way more of a sex addict than Mitch. Because she's going out yeah. of at home with Mitch all day and going out with Bob yeah. at the station all day. Yeah, and then bringing home leftovers to Mitch then later. She, yeah, then Mitch gets her leftovers uh, sloppy seconds at yeah. night. Uh, so this is more of a continuity error again. Okay. So when this is filmed and when it takes place, it's 1998, and they mention, and I think like episode four maybe, that their first date was to see ordinary people. That movie was released in 1980. It's their 20-year anniversary, so that sort of tracks, but then Mitch mentions that they dated for four years before they got married. So that puts them at 1974 meeting, six years before Ordinary People came out. I know, just a continuity thing. I can't help myself. That stuff really takes me out of TV shows and movies. Like, the Goldbergs did something where they did, like, ALF and E.T. out at the same time. Mm -hmm. I stopped watching the Goldbergs at that time. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, E.T. came out, like, 10 or 15 years before ALF was on TV. Like, uh, this doesn't track, and I can't take it. It takes me right out of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to get to a topic that's close to my heart. Atheism. Oh, we're going to that. Okay. I think it's time to bring a serious note to this podcast and Dawson's Creek. All sluts are atheists. Exactly. I give props to Dawson's Creek for having one of the first TV characters who's openly atheist and actually says the word atheist on television, which is... And sticks to her guns. More taboo than any other topic. Then it's yep. still the most taboo topic in society. And doesn't budge and doesn't flip. Like, constantly, Grams is trying to... Grams buy- does what every Christian does. Yep. Try to try to convince an atheist that God mm-hmm. exists. Mm-hmm. And convince them if they just went to church, they'd believe. Like, you'd be brainwashed like me if you just went to church. Right. You know? I'm like, lady, church is the reason I am an atheist. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing the opposite. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I, have a tra- I have a childhood trauma where I had a lot of Christian friends who yeah. made me go to 
youth groups and church, and it really turned me to atheism. Yeah. But, you know, if you like that thing, it's good for you. It's wonderful. It gives you hope and faith, mm-hmm. and I applaud you for it. But if you don't like that thing, you're you're also fine, you know? Yeah. Nobody knows what's the right way. Fast forwarding, like, to one of the last episodes, which I'm not going to talk about, but... I really like what Jen says about her atheism in one of those last episodes, too. Like, mm-hmm. Well, so I did some research on atheist characters okay. in TV because I thought this, and this is one of the f- earliest shows I could find with, like, an openly atheist character. Because most atheist characters are weirdos portrayed mm-hmm. in TV and movies. They're, they're weird, eccentric doctors on doctor shows, or they're like Sherlock Holmes and, like you House, know, you said House was an atheist. Well, I didn't want to like you know call is, out certain TV shows. I would uh, like on Scrubs and House and The Big Bang Theory. They're all kind of like weird mm-hmm. eccentric characters, mm-hmm. and so there's nobody who's just like a normal person that you can look to. You know, they you have to rationalize why they have these quote unquote weird beliefs. So we we see where Jen moves in with Graham. And Grant, because Jen was, you know, out of control, wild in New York. And she moves in with Graham, who's a very devout religious You know why she person. was wild in New York? Because she was an atheist and she had no God. It's not because she was 12 and got raped by men. Yeah. yeah. Abused by men, right? They were older than her and had no parental supervision, yeah. right? It's because she was an atheist. <laughs> and so Jen, so Graham's is like totally against Jen um, and then she's, um, let me see where I put about Jen. Okay. So then she, she says, she tells Grams that she's an atheist and Grams is like, Jennifer. The first oh, Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> and then, um, and then she says, you're gonna, you're not gonna, and then Grams on the other hand is this very cold god-fearing woman who's disapproving and judgmental of everyone she doesn't even know dawson but she thinks the fact that joey's been creeping into his bedroom and the two of them don't go to church and and joey has the sister with the black man pregnant that's dad in jail they're bad people right i'll say from graham's perspective if she's having jen come there because she was just a wild child in new york i if I were Graham's and I saw for the last eight years this girl climbing in and out, like climbing in on Saturday night and climbing out of this kid's window on Sunday, I might think something too, you know, like right. that his Dawson's parents should have put the kibosh on them two sleeping in bed together. Like, yeah. and they shouldn't rely on Joey. To put the kibosh yeah. On, you know? And. Yeah, seriously, Joey was, well, Galen Mitcher's sex addict, so. And I want to say about the um, Saturday night movie nights that they don't wear jammies. Dawson went to bed in his straight-up clothes, like his baggy sweater or flannel, and Joey went to short and tight, or went to bed in tight shorty shorts and stuff. I'm like, if you've been doing this for eight years, wouldn't you have a pair of jammies over there or something? Like, yeah. Yeah. That just bothered me. Like, it, in another episode, she literally goes to sleep in her shoes. I'm like, she didn't even take her shoes off to go to bed. Right. <laughs> Um, sidebar, Grams, you may have seen her as the 
the um, on the Good Wife. Oh yeah, she's on the whole show. So. Chris Noth's mom and yeah. the Good Wife. Um, I also want to go back to like so. There's the female friendship between Joey and Jen that goes through the whole um, storyline. And Jen initially tries to really befriend Joey, and Joey just like is really mean to her on the date. She says really rude things to her. She's like always against Jen from uh-huh. the get go. And Jen like pr- tries time and time again to like be nice to. Yeah. And I feel like Jen's probably never had many female friends because uh-huh. she's probably been with a lot of guys. Uh-huh. So maybe she's trying to like become a new person. Um. Let's see. Also, Jen, like, at 15, ne- she's nothing in the morning till she has her fix of black coffee. Right. And she's already quit smoking. Right. I'm like, all right, I know you move fast in New York, but that seems a little, I don't know. <laughs> oh, and also Jen um, has a scene where she, like, goes to see her gramps, and she acts like he's the only one that mm. understands her. I was like... She obviously has not visited Cape Side for years. Yeah. How can Gramps be that important to her? Then she has to, like, caress his scar, which we find out he had a collapsed aorta, which medical sidebar is not a thing. <laughs> Replaced with a plastic tube? That's a, that's a thing. Okay. But okay. he probably had an aneurysm. Okay. And then they put a stent in it. Okay. But okay. Didn't, didn't collapse. Okay. okay. So, um, if it collapsed, he It could have ruptured, but definitely not collapsed. You okay. Know? Okay. Okay. So then now I want to get to the real meat of the thing. Dawson and Joey. Dawson okay. and Joey have had this best friend relationship they're struggling with growing up. Dawson now is discovering girls, and he really has the hots for Jen, and Joey's jealous. Is she jealous because he is giving Jen attention, or is she jealous because she has romantic feelings for Dawson? We don't really know. I don't, I don't, I don't, she, think, she I don't think she knows. Yeah, yeah. And But then Dawson, I feel like, try, continues to try to use Joey. Yeah. And he doesn't, I don't think he sees it. Mm-hmm. Like, he uses her to invite her to go to the movies so mm-hmm. he can do, like, a group date with Jen. Uh-huh. And when they get there, he just totally ignores her, uh-huh. even though she's got the lipstick. Even though, <laughs> and even though, like, Pacey's her date. It's supposed to be a double date. So Dawson's also constantly pushing Joey into, like, Pacey's arms. Like, you guys right. are going to date. Mm-hmm. And then you're in the movie. You're going to kiss Pacey, mm-hmm. you know. And then and she Pacey says sees... she doesn't want to and yeah. he doesn't respect it. Yeah, know? yeah. But then when Jen does, like, Jen's fine with kissing Pacey. And then he's like, no, 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 cut cut it. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't want to go on a date with Pacey. You're doing it. You're doing right. it. You know, I'm like, you and don't then, And then her. he ditches her. Yeah. You know? Pacey ditches her for the teacher, and then Dawson ditches her, so she's just stuck there at the movies alone. like. Right. And then they're they're in his room, and then they're talking about, you know, we can't talk to each other anymore. And then she says, she acts like Dawson's supposed to talk about his sex life to yeah. her, which is also weird. And then um, they're Especially, both... Especially... Just jacking off. Like, it's not that you're a woman and he's a man. Right. Ja- Dawson's not going up to Pacey and being like, I flogged the bishop this morning to Katie Couric. Right. You know? yes. like, that's just something you don't talk about the, to anybody. The fact that he can't say who he's flogging the, he's walking his dog to. Yeah. 
Joey's so upset, they both start crying, and the song I'll Stand By You All is right. in the background. Doesn't Joey masturbate? Is she supposed to tell him who he exactly. masturbates to? Exactly. Or it's just men? Um, I want to say a sidebar about Joey's dad. He's in prison for trafficking in excess of 10,000 pounds of marijuana. So I looked up some legal laws, and this is in 2020 what the law is. So we're talking le weed's legal almost everywhere now, medically everywhere, I think, and then recreationally a lot of places. So the law now is excess of 10,000 pounds is 10 to 15 years in prison and a $20,000 fine. Not once have they mentioned having to pay their dad's legal fees. How is he paying for these legal fees? They evidently own a restaurant, too, because yeah. she, we see her waitressing, and the sister obviously runs the restaurant. So I'm assuming they own that restaurant. Yeah. So I don't get why they're so poor. Guess what? That restaurant would have been seized in right. the marijuana exactly. bust. Exactly. They would have taken that from them. Yeah. Yeah. And their beautiful bucolic house yes. that becomes a bed and breakfast later on in the yeah. show. Yeah, it turns into a totally different house. Man. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think, that bring, I think that's going to bring us to episode two. Yeah. Right? Oh, no. Well, we didn't talk about what happens at the very last scene. What does Joey see as she's crying oh after sailing the, away and then after dawson yells out katie Couric, and then they both start laughing and their friendships re renewed and then joey looks over into the backyard grass <laughs> and sees that. bob's car and gail planting a big french kiss on bob right in the middle of the front of the house like right in the car for everyone to view I mean, I've in never... In her own house. I, like, jeez. I mean, I've never had an affair before, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't make out with my boyfriend in the house. Like in, Poor Mitch. I almost yeah. feel bad for him. Yeah. All right, that's going to bring us to season one, episode two, All right, titled... We're going to take a little bit Dance. of a break. Okay. Hmm? All right, episode, this... Um, we're going to start with season one, episode two, Dance, written again by the creator Kevin Williamson, directed by Steve Miner. Okay. Dawson lives in this fantasy world where it fucks him up when his life doesn't go according to the script that he's planned out in his mind for it. And he just lives like his life should be the movies, and it's not, you know? Go ahead. Yes. And so we, we see Dawson is in this film class. He's making his film. And his film teacher is such a dick. Yeah, because he tries to get in the class and he's like, I can understand not yeah. only letting upperclassmen into this highly coveted, ridiculous yeah, film class. Yeah, and you're a freshman and you have like, you can only take it once, dude. You know, like it's not like you can enroll in the same elective four years right. in a row. So... Right, and he finds out that the the film class is also entering their movie in this uh, Boston Film Festival, and enter Scott Foley, mm. looking, looking like a full grown man. Yes, <laughs> he's Cliff. He looks like Scott Foley, only a little pudgier. What's so funny is if you look at Scott Foley today, I'm like, he looks exactly the same. He looked thirty then, it's and he looks thirty crazy, now. Crazy man. Yeah. He looked like a grown ass man. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, that dude is in high school. No. <laughs> that dude should be fucking the teacher, not Pacey. Yeah, yeah. You looked at Pacey and Scott Foley and picked Pacey. By the way, can we talk about Pacey's haircut? He looks like Jim Carrey from Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, teach, help this boy out. Yeah. Get him a wardrobe, get him a haircut. <laughs> Poor Pacey. Um, then Pacey is with the teacher, right? And um, he, she tells him how he's failing his classes and how he failed his quiz. And she says it by saying, well, Pacey, you've racked up, you've racked up another prime number. And um, I'm not sure why that indicates a low score because... <laughs> She's not a math teacher. She's English. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, does that mean you got a 79 and 83 and 89 and 97? What the hell does a prime number have to do with having a bad grade? And can we talk <laughs> about how these high schoolers talk to the teachers? It's like yeah. it's like how another adult would talk to a peer. I mean, I just don't, don't see... What's so funny kids. is that... Well, their, their language and their vocabulary and the whole thing is just out of control. Jen told Dawson last episode he had a obsessive reality disorder. Yeah, which, sidebar, Danielle? Is not a real thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I will give props to Dawson's because in researching, the age of the actors are very similar mm-hmm. to the age of high schoolers. Like, they were what, like 19, 20? Katie Holmes was a senior in high school when she got this. So she's playing right. a freshman. That's not 18, that. 19. Yeah. I'm like, props to them for actually doing ki- yeah. characters, actors who are, they look like high schoolers, uh-huh. you know? like This ain't no Riverdale where they're like in their mid-20s playing right. freshmen, you right. know? Yeah. Also, the, uh, the tutoring session when the teacher's quizzing, all I could think of was Chris Farley. That is correct. <laughs> From Billy Madison. Oh if you God. get these answers right, I'll give you some positive reinforcement. <laughs> and then she wonders why Pacey's trying to hit on yeah. in class and goes up in the middle of a class and says, why did you open mouth kiss me? Uh-huh. Come on, dude. He's uh-huh. clueless. And it's not even his class. Like, why are you in here right now, bro? Why are you always in her? People are going to talk. And Pacey says, I'm a firm believer that it's sometimes right to do the wrong thing. I'm like, that's not going to hold up in a court of law, man. Like, another classic Pacey pickup line, by the way. Classic Pacey. I'm going to keep track of these. This should be a drinking game, Pacey pickup lines. (laughs) Okay, a social experiment. I'm going to start trying them. Tell me what it gets me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and be- besides, he's acting like a creepy stalker. Mm-hmm. If anyone got wind of this, she would be in jail and fired faster than her head could spin. And then we, we get some insight into what a bitter old, a bitter woman, she's not old, a bitter woman she is with she's her not interpretation old she's her age. <laughs> of Wuthering Heights. Oh, yeah. Like, this re- Emily Bronte shouldn't have written this book in the first uh, place. Heathcliff would have been better off alone, like. Oh, then we let's. Can we cut back to filming the swamp thing? Yes. Joey has to kiss Pacey. Yeah. And then um, he Pacey doesn't want to. And then so then Dawson's just like, okay, we'll just kill off Joey and replace her with Jen. But yeah, I'll I'll make all of your uh, I'll make all of your dreams come true, Je- uh, uh, Joey. I'm just gonna cut you out of it and give your part to Jen. And then he talks about Jen, and he likes the fact that she's kissing Jen, and he likes the fact that she was a virgin, which plays into his little dream, oh, right. dream world. Then um, we have, do we want to talk about Sailboat Guy or the student movie? Let's see. Oh, I want to talk about the fake Joey head. 
that he's made oh, for the movie. Oh, yeah. So Joey's going to... So now we find out Joey's uh, going to get killed off in this movie. So now um, Dawson's making a fake head of her. And segue to the Mitch Dawson sex talk. Because jo- Dawson's obsessed with kissing Jen. So Dawson goes for a, fa- a a big father-son moment. He's got this big father-son relationship built up in his head with Mitch, right? Mitch is only too eager to help teach Dawson. He assumes it's about sex. Dawson's like, whoa, 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 we're just at the kissing phase. Yeah. And then Mitch is like, what's there to know? As if, like, you should be a sex machine like me. It's in your genes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was and on then, the wrong page. And then um, Mitch... So then Mitch tells Dawson how to about the romance and then the the kissing and then your lips are just dancing. Put your lips together and go. Mm, lucky Gale. <laughs> That's a good father son moment. Yeah. Now we see why Gale's turned to Bob. <laughs> oh, and then the let your bottom lip dance. Yeah. Oh, God. And then Mitch tells Dawson to practice <laughs> on the Joey. Mitch tells Dawson to, to practice, practice on the, on the Joey and in front of him. Yes. And then, um... The kids are ringing the door. Is it recording? Test, 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 test. Test, test. Testing, testing. Yeah, we're good to go. All right, we're continuing. Hold on a second. Okay. 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 Where did we leave off? Continuing on. We did already the Mitch sex Scott talk. Pumley, we did Boston Film Festival. Oh, we, okay. Ready? Okay. And now, now. Okay. So Mitch is giving Dawson the sex talk and he tells him to kiss the fake Joey oh, dummy. Yeah. It's so creepy. Yeah. And, and Joey watches it oh while he gosh. does it. That's it's the first so time awful. we're like, oh, she has romantic feelings for Dawson. Yeah. But can I just say it's so creepy how the dad is watching uh-huh. and he's like, good job, son. I was like, yeah. oh my God. I mean, think filming that scene. That had to be so uh. awkward to film. Oh my God. Okay. Um, can we talk about how Joey never wears a shirt? She only has bathing suit tops on everywhere she goes. Oh, like, yeah. Bathing suit top and a flannel. And then yes. she develops this character trait of excessively tucking her hair behind her ear. That I mean, she does it the whole series, but these first few episodes, it's just everything she talks about. You know, about. she's just like, oh, I, this is a great idea. My yes. character's going to do this. Yes. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, all right, enough of it. <laughs> um, and her 90s fuzzy hair. Ah. Oh, yeah, let's talk about the 90s. The pencil-thin eyebrows. Yeah. The, the big, poofy hair. The poofy hair. They hadn't found hair straighteners yet, so right. it's all, like, very coarse-looking hair. And then also I want to say that even in Dawson's shitty B-movie, Joey is a fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she couldn't even pretend to be a B-actress in that. Like, she's just a good actress. <laughs> Um, and then I've got, um, oh, Jen, so Jen ends up going to the dance with Cliff, but it's not a date. 
And then it never dawned on Dawson to even go to the dance. Yeah. Because yeah. he's all like assuming that she's just going to watch movies with him in his bedroom. Yeah. This is like the whole, um, this makes you realize that Dawson's living in this whole fantasy world through the movies. He doesn't really have real life experiences. He's just experiencing like life through the movies. And then he expects his real life to be like the movies. Yeah. And when it doesn't line up and follow his script in his mind, like it throws his whole world view off. Right. And he thinks like the girl next door is just going to fall in love with him. Yeah. Because that's what happens in the movies. And he doesn't make any efforts to make her fall in love Mm -hmm. with him. He's just like... I love you, so you're going to love me back. Exactly. He just assumes. That's why it's like, oh, someone else asked her on a date? That's not in the script. Kind of weird that Scott Foley takes a freshman to the senior, as a senior to the dance anyway. Like, star football player? I don't... None of my star football players... Can I just... Unless the girl was putting out, none of my star football players were taking the freshman to the dance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even if they did fill Even out a sweater. Yeah, yeah. But I will also say when we cut to the school dance, I have never seen so many kids dancing at a high school dance mm-hmm. since Footloose. Mm-hmm. And call out to Scott Foley with his dad jeans. Yeah. Then he starts doing a dad dance. Oh my I'm like, god. oh my god, this guy is a terrible dancer. <laughs> and that's choreographed, you know? Yeah. It was awful. The school dance was awful. Then, of course, again, again, again Dawson makes Joey go mm-hmm. and then ditches her and then, like, leads her on, leads her on, right. and then, oh, it's all just a, you're just my prop to make Jen jealous. Right. Yeah. And also, I will note that Dawson has a giant oversized puffy shirt for the dance. Yeah. He puts on his best oversized shirt <laughs> for the dance. <laughs> then Dawson sees Jen dancing with Cliff and acts like the two of them are exclusive already and f- wigs out and he's he's very possessive over his women, you know? Yeah. He thinks, like, they're meant to be together. He's like a creepy stalker. Yeah. Then he just decides, like, to cut in on Cliff, but it's so weird. He's just like, I'm making a stand. We're together and I'm taking her. And yeah. And Cliff, like, Cliff's just like, you're a weirdo. She just started at the school. She doesn't know anybody. She just happened to see Dawson when she got out of the cab. So now she belongs to him because yes. he saw her first. Like, claimsies. Right. And by the way, Pacey's at the dance and wants Miss yeah. Jacobs to dance with him. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Miss Jacobs looks like she's right out of a Tennessee Williams novel and is powerless to resist Pacey's uh-huh. charms. Because after the dance, they meet on the docks again and they start full out making yeah. out yep. in public. Yep, in, in, in the small town where she's anybody like, oh, can Pacey. see. Oh, Pacey. She well, just can't resist him. Also, Dawson in these first couple seasons is so vivacious and excited and lust for life he has like a real like good acting job you know like real personality yeah but his wide-eyed kind of creeps me out yeah yeah his wide-eyed do-eyed look one thing we did not talk about is the scene where jen helps joey clean up that was it was i wrote weirdest fucking scene i've ever seen she's like let me help you Joey takes her top off she's like to wipe off the blood. If you were going to help her wipe the blood off of her back where she can't reach, she's like, let me just sop up your breasts if, with this blood. You've got a great rack, girl. You know? I'm like, who does this? Joey's so comfortable. Uh, Jen is so comfortable with her sexuality. And she talks like an adult. She's like, it's normal to be 
to be uh, insecure about your body. I am. And then it's just like... Meanwhile, that, flash that, to me and Danielle when we were in high school, we were like getting undressed with our bras on in the locker because we didn't want other girls yeah, in the locker room. We were repressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it's just bizarre. And then this is another example of how she really tries her hardest to befriend Joey. Yeah, yeah. And it's just not going to happen ever. Yeah. I wanted to say there's a lot of face holding with the kissing. Yeah. Like, who holds faces that much? Yeah. That's weird. That's like a soap opera move or something. Yes. And um, he, so Dawson makes Joey go to this dance. Mm-hmm. Then he makes an ass of himself, like, professing his love to Jen. And then Joey comes back for him because she feels bad that he probably did something stupid. And then he blames her for letting him do it. You know, mm-hmm. why'd you let me go to the day? Everything is always, every mistake Dawson makes, right. it's always Joey's fault, you know? Right, she's his scapegoat. Yeah, then when they leave the dance, he sees Jen on the dock and, hey, can I, can I ditch you again? Go see Jen, you know? Right. And then leaves Joey to walk home at 15 years old, alone in the dark, mm-hmm. to her house. Mm-hmm. And that is apparently in a seedy neighborhood because she's from the wrong side of the creek instead of the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to point out that Pacey starts his ongoing role as the savior of women yeah when he takes full responsibility for kissing miss jacobs even though she's the adult here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i wanted it i made you do it i'm like you're a child you cannot legally have any consent in this this is all on her right oh and also uh, um joey sees gail and she knows now that Gail's oh, yeah. cheating and she gives her like this disapproving look and at some point, Joey eventually... Well, because she hears her on the phone. Oh, yeah, she's in the... In she's the, in the freaking closet. In the linen closet. Give doing it's kissy so faces obvious. with Bob. Like, who... You're a anybody, terrible cheater. Anybody could walk by at any time. Yes, yeah. The whole family's in the house, and she's just... And, and it's not a cell phone. It's got a giant phone cord leading into the linen closet. Like, hey, right. mom... Hey, wife, what are you doing in the, in the linen closet with the phone in there? Yeah. Like, very weird. And then um, eventually Joey actually calls her out on her and, like, yeah. schools her. Yeah. Like an balls, adult. Balls of a steel for Joey, man. She schools her more than Mitch does when he finds out. <laughs> right. And then later in the episode, Mitch and Gail are having another makeout sesh, and Gail puts on her chapstick. Oh, yeah. And then Mitch's lips start dancing the tango. But too bad, Bob's already torn it up. Bob's already torn up that dance floor, Mitch. (laughs) Well, at least she brought Mitch back a doggy bag from her date with Bob. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we're entering into episode three. Um, Titled The Kiss. Okay. By Kevin Williamson and Rob Thomas. This is where um, Joey meets this guy on the sailboat. For the first time, where she's like, um... Andrew. Andrew. Anderson. Anderson? I think his name is Anderson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anderson from Yellowstone. Cameo Corner. He's now in that TV show, Yellowstone. Um, this is the... Ian Bone? Bane? Somebody. Yeah. Um, this enters her first, like, encounter with her bitchy, sarcastic attitude, flippant attitude, and, and men instantly fall in love with her. As soon as she's contentious and, you know, play hard to get, like, just men fall all over her. Every every man, you know? I've been a bitch to many a men, and they've never fallen in love with me for it. But she's also portrayed as a cynic, because her, yeah. jo- her and Dawson are watching... Um, 
the the movie in the beginning of the episode, um, from here to eternity, where Deborah Carr is rolling around in the sand kissing, and then Dawson like I believe buys it hook line and sinker, and she's like, oh, this is fake romance, celluloid propaganda. Yeah. Yeah, nice terminology from a fifteen year old. Yeah. And and then cut to later on, she goes out with this Anderson. Who, by the way, takes her on a sailboat. Yeah, a man of indiscriminate age. We know he's there with yes. the that's anywhere from 15 to 18, you know, or 14 to 18. Takes her on a pretty big yacht yeah. all by himself. Sails by himself. That his parents are like, have the yacht, son. Go for it. Go go sailing with this girl that may or may not know how to sail. Right. Can you well, sail a sailboat? we find out she does because we see her wrapping some ropes around the boat. Yeah. So. Is it safe to sail all by yourself if you were with somebody well, that didn't can. know how to sail? Yeah, okay. You can. Okay. Um, but then they go to this private island, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "By the way, Joey's wearing her most preppy clothes." Yeah. But still, still a bathing suit top. Yeah. <laughs> and then they end up doing the the uh, frisbee and frolic around this island, and she says her name's Deborah Carr's son. Yeah. She just watched the movie. And they, funnily enough, end up rolling around in the sand, but she won't kiss the guy. Yeah. And let me tell you, she's lucky as hell he didn't just rape her there on the beach. Because, like, I don't know. You don't know this guy. like. Dude, he plays the violin. I mean, I mean he's no, got to be good. He can't be rapey. <laughs> oh, and he read the Warren Commission. So oh, yeah, that's I'm, what they do. I'm pretty sure he's a good guy. Nothing gets me moister than the Warren Commission. <laughs> And then he assumes she has a boyfriend because she's so standoffish. And this is the beginning of her thinking she's not good enough for these rich guys. And then the guys she ends up getting with later on think they're not good enough for her. Yeah, so yeah. it's a whole vicious cycle. And then at the end, she um, he comes in the restaurant later in the episode. And she quickly acts, sits down next to Dawson and Jen and acts like she's a customer and Jen picks up on it right away, right? Because she's got street smarts from New York. Yeah. And then Dawson is clueless. And then he's like, what's going on, Joey? Get us our food. And then Jen kicks him. Then he gets it and he tries to cock block her. Yeah. But he's still trying to out yeah. his away. Even when he figures it out, it's yes. like he doubles down. Because like, he doesn't want her to be yep. with anyone else. Yep. You should be waiting around till I'm ready for you, Joey. Exactly. Yeah. And then her sister tries to call her out, but then Bodie catches yeah, on. And yeah. he's like, here's your food, miss. Yeah. So then she finds ends up meeting with Anderson later at the boat. Yeah. And she she makes a big faux pas about naming some restaurant in New York. She's supposed to be from New York. Yeah, it's been and shut then down. They, that's her first kiss. Yeah, her very person. first kiss. Yeah. yeah. And she seems to really like him, but then when she realizes that... You know, and he gives her his rich, phone number regardless of the right. fact that he knows that... She's not who she says she is, right. you know. He figures it out. Even though he values honesty. Yeah. He has to. He values it. honesty, but not above that rack. <laughs> he the, can't resist those dough eyes. He can't resist them eyes. Yeah. And um, then she throws the number out when she finds out that she yeah. lied. He knows he lied to And her. when they're doing that student movie, Dawson's helping Scott Foley. Helmets of Glory. Movie. Helmets of Glory. <laughs> Pacey shows up in this wheelchair. I just want to know... Where the fuck does this wheelchair come from? It bothered me. Because later, he's wheeling down the schools of the high school with it. Like, this isn't an airport. Wheelchairs just aren't readily available for people. Like, that's a disabled child's wheelchair that he's in. Where is this wheelchair from? What kid is scooting around on the floor right now? Because you've got his wheelchair, man. 
those are everything I had for well, that. Well, I also had that, um, oh, Pacey is, oh, that's when, this is the episode when she agrees to the private tutoring. She's working late. Right. Meet, meet her at six. That's a total date. Yeah. I'm sorry, right? Yeah. They've already kissed. That's a date. And then Pacey keeps telling Dawson and Joey that he's got a hot date. And I was like, his two best friends, Dawson and Joey, don't know who this yeah. mystery woman is. And the town's not very big. And yeah. he's like... Yeah. And they don't even seem to care. Yeah, that's that's the a really good example of them being so self-involved. Because that's an ongoing theme throughout everything. Like, anything that happens to their friends, they're just so self-involved that their problems prioritize mm. over anything else that anybody well, else is teenagers. doing. Yeah, that's but then I want to say, in the tutoring session, Teach has her bare legs up on the desk. Oh, yeah. It's so inappropriate. Totally tempting him, right? Yeah. And then... Especially knowing Pacey, this kid has a crush on you, you should yes. wear a turtleneck and Exactly. Some and Pacey tries to make out in the class. Yeah. And she's just like, are you crazy? And then she calls him on it and then's like, all right, let's have sex right here. And yeah. she seems like a huge asshole. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. I have no... I hate Miss Jacobs. Me too. Yeah. Good thing they, they limited this storyline because the producers really weren't into um, pedophilia. Yeah. Know? Although I will say... Um, Growing up in my small town school, three different kids had affairs with teachers. So, so it's uh, not girl. Perfect. It was mostly girls having a teachers with older men having affairs. It was all girls, young girls in my grade having affairs with older You're... men. One of them being my English teacher who was had a pregnant wife at home. Oh, nice. Yeah, real piece of shit that guy was. <laughs> and I'm I'm so like Joey in that because I wrote him a letter telling him he was a piece of shit in school. <laughs> and then I got all A's on every paper wow. after that letter because wow. I think he thought I was going to, I had the balls to bust wow. him out. I should have, but. Oh, you're missing the um, trip to the Grecian Botanical Gardens. Oh, good lord. Oh, this is a classic scene. Good lord. So they have to film the end of the movie scene. And we finally figure out what the movie's about. The, the Swamp Thing movie. Mm -hmm. So Penelope has killed the monster and realized, only to realize that it was the man she really loved. Oh, yeah. He was a victim of an experiment gone wrong. Yeah. And so she's coming to the Grecian Botanical Gardens, which are is private land, right? He's, mm -hmm. He says it's a private land. This, so this they're guy, It's just on. this guy's house that mm -hmm. he built for his dying wife or something. And then... Um, that's why Dawson's been comparing himself to the Swamp Thing every time he blows it with gin. Yeah. Because it's like, he he really loves her, but then he acts like a monster, yeah. possibly. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that's why. And then um, we see Michelle Williams in her finest acting skills. Oh, yeah. Precursor, ah! precursor to all her Oscar noms. This is not it. This oh. is when oh. she has to look long oh, at the right. camera. And this is really fine acting. Yeah. This, all four of these kids mm -hmm. are phenomenal actors because mm -hmm. this is some cheesy shit mm -hmm. and they make, they sell it. Yeah, know? yeah. And like for the most part, they were pretty unknown like before they got mm -hmm. these roles. Like they might have had little parts and stuff. Joshua Jackson was probably the mm -hmm. most known for Mighty Ducks. Yeah, she loved Mighty Ducks. I did love Mighty Ducks. But he was only, he was in like the third one or something. I don't mm. think he was in the first one. It no. doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, but yeah, props to the casting director for finding these people. Yeah. They were they were fantastic actors. Yeah. yeah. And then Michelle Williams does this poignant look. Act 
thing. Yeah. Nails it in one take. <laughs> then later they're talking and Dawson goes in for the kiss and she sees that he's left the camera on on purpose. He's yeah. trying to control yep. his life and make a movie out of it. Yeah. And it's so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Then enter. They seem Casey to get everything. In one, yeah. They seem to get every take in one take, you know, because it's yeah, like it comes like, it rap. It's a rap. <laughs> Yeah, enter Pacey with his sexy teacher. Yeah, frolicking around like a couple of school kids in love yeah. in sort of a public place again. Yeah, yeah. Not trying to hide it and sneak around. Yep. Yeah. She's got a house. Why aren't they banging there? Like, why right. are they out in the woods banging, like where anybody could walk by and see? Right, and they end up sexing it up. And then, so we've got, and then Dawson and Jen are hiding under the bleachers, and it's... Yeah, the mood overtakes them of seeing these two sexing it up out there, <laughs> and they're stuck in the mall. And there's moss in her hair, and she, there's probably spiders under there. Yes, oh my but God. then they have their first kiss. So this on this same day, Joey and Dawson have had their first kiss. Meanwhile, overachieving Pacey has had his first sexual encounter. With yeah, Teach. yeah. Okay, now episode four. Okay, we this, start episode, out, this episode is uh, called Discovery, again, written by Kevin Williamson and John Harmon Feldman, directed by Steve Miner again. Okay, so they start off with Dawson, like, reviewing some of the footage that he has from his movie, you know, editing or whatever. But it's footage of Jen walking towards him. From the cab. From the cab. They weren't recording then. That was just them seeing it. It's like Dawson's Creek footage is now like, I'm sorry, my mind doesn't record things in my head, you know, so I don't know where I, this footage is. They just must have had from. to call a cab back. Yeah, they called a cab back. To park in the, in the backyard so he can recreate <laughs> this scene. And then when they're looking at this um, love scene between Tamara and Pacey, or Tamara and Pacey, it looks like a straight-up Days of Our Line soap opera scene. It does. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she nailed that. She's done that about a thousand times. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then Joey, Joey references Russ Myers, and Dawson says, standard shot over the shoulder. Can't see the guy's face. Oh, yeah. He did Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. they watched all these risque movies. Yeah. So, but I, here's what I don't... They finally, they finally recognize it's Miss Jacobs, even though you can see her face yeah. clearly. Yeah, yeah. And, but they don't recognize their best friend who has this fuzzy, terrible haircut in a the bowl, same bowling shirt. The same clothes they saw him in earlier that day. This dude is the only kid in high school that wears bowling shirts. <laughs> and they couldn't put it together. They are terrible friends. <laughs> oh, oh I've, I haven't said all the sexual innuendos Joey keeps saying like flog the bishop what did she say last time she called Dawson a sphincter yes and then she calls some she calls Pacey a butt plug <laughs> she's got some great she, how do you go from cellular walking the dog cellular propaganda to butt plug yeah and how do you talk so freely about sex but you can't say masturbation and you keep no the to producers her... wouldn't let him say oh I see because at can. the end of the series, yeah. that comes up again. And Does like, it? The producers won't let us say oh, masturbation okay. on TV. Okay. I guess by the end of the show, they let them say it. Okay, yeah. Okay. So much shit had gone down, but like, we don't care about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jen, like, is out in front of Graham's house, and Dawson's dropping her off outside of Graham's house. She's like, oh, somebody's watching. We shouldn't do this. And so, like, then she's like, oh, screw it, and plants a big kiss on Dawson. And I'm like, that is... 
so disrespectful. I as a Jennifer. I as an almost Oh Jennifer. As a almost 40-year-old woman, I wouldn't I still to this day wouldn't bring a boyfriend home and just kiss him like that in front of my mother. By the way, <laughs> this is the season of sweaters for Jen. Oh, yeah. She wears a sweater in every However, when she goes on a date, she wears a super short sweater dress. Yeah. I mean, that thing is short. Yeah, it is. Barely covers recovers that butt cheek. It's probably like one of Grams' sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Dawson and Pacey are watching the, t- the sex tape. Mm-hmm. And then Pacey ends up telling Dawson about he got Miss Jacobs. Yeah. He's yeah. like, if this tape gets out, it's going to ruin my life. I was like, mm, no, dude, it's going to make your life. Yeah, it's going to ruin Miss... He, he doesn't worry about Miss Jacobs' yeah. life at all. Uh-uh. That bitch is going to prison if, she get, if that tape gets found. Right, and then... It ends with Dawson reassuring that Pacey that he's he's good at sex from, yeah. from his uh My question too tape. is Pacey appears to take that tape with him so that he but there's Yeah he does. The additional what is he doing with the gen footage at the front? I That's part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Maybe. Hey, you caught this? I'm Dawson's like, here's the tape. I already made a copy of it. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna be in the Boston. Yeah, Boston. you can have that copy. Yeah. <laughs> Dawson's like, maybe we should hire Miss Jacobs. <laughs> no wonder why you won the Boston <laughs> Festival with that shitty Swamp Thing movie. <laughs> oh, and then we find out later that Tamara's something like thirty-five, but she's only been with three guys that mattered. Oh yeah, one of them was in high school, one of them in college, and the one in high school wasn't from her high school. So Pacey's one of the three guys yes. that mattered as a relationship. What? Yes. And then she treats Pacey according to, like, she's very condescending and treating him like a student when it suits her or treating him like a full-grown man when it suits her as well. Like, it's very weird. Um, then we have Dawson, um, his mom, Gail, just flaunting her relationship. In public, you know, like, is this where he sees him put well, the tie on or the whatever store. the store? They're yeah. canoodling at the store buying Bob a suit. Yeah, and Bob just acts like, hey, son, how's it going? Like, Gail acts nervous as heck, but Bob is cool as a cucumber. Yeah. New Bob, by the way. Yeah, new Bob. Less douchey Bob. And then um, Dawson's like, ah, that Bob's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. And Jensen's like, oh. Yeah. Um... Also, sidebar, is Cape Side on an island? Because they, they have to take a ferry to go everywhere. Oh, yeah. I they know. are always, and that doesn't exist in the later seasons. They it just could be. But they come back from, like, you, like they strive oh, yeah. putting them on a ferry all the time. And they, well, maybe they had to take a ferry to that town because it looked like a real touristy little town. Okay, there. okay. But we, yeah, so maybe that's why. They do a lot of scenery shots in these first yeah, episodes yeah. so you get the feel of Cape Side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then he's editing... Oh, then he's editing the footage at Gail's stu- uh, TV station oh, yeah, because yeah. they let a 15-year-old use million-dollar yeah. equipment, right? Yeah. And then Jen gives the most pathetic screen, scream, which, again, is good acting chops to give... Yeah, to, to give, give that bad of a that scream. Bad. Yeah. And then when they come out, they see Gail kissing Bob. Yeah, yeah. Again... Out in the out studio, studio in public. Yeah. Out in the shop. Where everybody, every one of her co-workers knows she is a married woman and she has no problem humiliating well, she's her. she's also a celebrity in the town. <coughs> yes. She's the news Yeah, expert. yeah. And so yeah. everyone's going to be watching her. And the town, we assume, is a small town. Yeah, yep. That's, her blatant list of that is crazy. Yeah. 
And then, and then it's Jen super is super awkward because he finds out that she's cheating on cheating. Yeah, and then that's when Jen tries to talk with him, like instead of their superficial banter, uh-huh. like to get deep and really talk uh-huh. to him. But he runs away to Joey. Now I see both sides of this coin, and one side like. He doesn't know you that well, Jen. You don't know his family. You don't know their dynamics. He doesn't know your background. So, of course, he's going to rely on his best friend. Like, you can't just step into the best friend role and be the best friend after they've been close for 10 years. Like, that's not your place. But then I see her point where she's like, oh, you, I'm just good enough to be your arm candy, but I'm not good enough to confide in. So, I don't know what side I'm on there. I'm sort of against Jen and for Joey in that one mm-hmm. because I think she... I think that's what Joey sees from Jen is that she's trying to usurp her role Mm -hmm. and step into not just the girlfriend role, but the best friend role as well. Mm -hmm. And Joey's like, I have put the time in and the effort in, you know, then Jen just tries to come in. Yeah. Then Jen confesses that she's not a virgin to Dawson. No, no, before this is important to mention that Joey admits that she knew Gail was cheating and didn't tell Dawson. Dawson's world is shattered. He gives... Again, blames Joey. He gives the best doughy-eyed stares at the camera because his world is shattering. And then he blames Joey. But if I was Joey, I wouldn't have told him anyway because he is completely crushed. And she's like, you would have taken it out on me and blamed me. Yeah. And, and Joey um, already, like, she already stood up to the mom and with her balls of steel and said, this is wrong, this mm-hmm. is what it did to my family. Like, right. that is way braver than telling Dawson. Right, and she was like, you quit it or tell Dawson yep. or whatever. I know, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, this, so then Dawson gets butthurt by Joey and then runs back to Jen. He yeah. says Joey's disengaged this friendship. Yeah. And runs back to Jen then. Yeah, after he just uses her time and time and again, and then things don't go according to his script. So he's like, we're not friends anymore. What a baby. Right. He's a real piece of work these first few And then episodes. when his mom comes home again and gets out of the car on the lawn in her shorty short skirt, Dawson wants to confront her but wusses out. Yep. See, he can't yep. even tell. Yeah. Instead, he confronts Grams about like yeah. her not liking him taking Jen out. Mm-hmm. And then Grams um, ain't having it. She's like, and <laughs> right. I feel like Jen Joey gives him the straight talk and he can't handle it. So he goes to Jen so she'll be nice to him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when they start saying there's no he's like, There's no secrets between us. There's no, yeah. there's no secrets. And she's like, By the way, yeah. I've slept with tons of dudes in the big city. Yeah, and well, Dawson, just your boyfriend, right? Just your boyfriend. And other guys. And a, like, and a lot of dudes. Yeah. And Dawson's wide eyed again and he's like, The sex part? Uh, just your boyfriend and it's like he's she's like you should know who you're dating and all the stds you had um so then dawson acts like he's okay with it but he gives the serial killer stare yeah and we know he's not okay with it because he gives her the cold shoulder at school then jen wants a quick post-mortem on what they talked about the other day who says that yeah this is a drinking game every time they say a ridiculous vocabulary And then Pacey calls Dawson out that he built Jen up, put her on a pedestal that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. By Again, the way... Pacey savior, yeah. Right, but then we see Pacey seeing Miss Jacobs out at the cafe flirting with Mr. Gold. Which, by the way, she knows he works at that video store. They're at the cafe outside directly across from that video store, and she's 
holding hands, being super flirty with a guy. Like, if you just banged a, a woman and you saw that, you would act the same way that Pacey does. And she acts like he's overreacting and what's his problem, you know? And I'm like, minus the age difference, if you were just peers dating, a man would act like that too, you know? I think he was totally justified in his feelings for that. Yes. And um, he calls her out for dating someone else. Yeah. Um, he doesn't understand why he can't hold her cafe, hand at the cafe. Hello. Yeah. 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 Like, again, totally oblivious to the consequences of his actions. And right. Then, and both of these guys want girls who, like, dress and look uh -huh. provocative and sexy. Uh-huh. But they want them to be virgins. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. look, Joey's the virgin because she dresses frumpy uh -huh. and you don't even look at her twice. Yes, so. yeah. And then um, to alleviate um, Pacey's feelings about about her relationship, the uh, teacher's relationship, she tells him that Mr. Gold's gay and that that's what... You... She just outed a teacher to a student that no one in the school knows that he's gay. Like, in the 90s, when gay was not as accepted as it is now. Right. Like, totally not her place. Very wrong of her to do. Yes. <laughs> However, props to the show for now addressing the homosexuality issue. Yeah. Having yep. a homosexual teacher. Yeah. And he obviously, well, maybe he's got a friendship with her, so he told her. Yeah. Because I'm like, does everyone in the school know? Because it seems like a time where they would, the, the parents would not want a gay uh -huh. teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm it was sure. definitely those times. We had gay teachers that definitely weren't out of the closet in oh. our school. Come on. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Um, the two women lived together. Oh, that, like, that sounds really insensitive. What? <laughs> like ignorance, ignorance is bliss. Like, I knew who the gay ones were. Nobody yeah. cared. Yeah. Everybody knew. <laughs> um, and then, oh, then Jen comes to the ice house to have a talk with Joey about Dawson. Oh, and yeah. Joey lays it out. He's an only child. He's not mature. He has no experience with a with women. And I sort of feel like this is Joey's first realization that she might actually have feelings for Dawson. Like as she's saying this stuff, right? Because she's like, the only thing you can do yeah. is wait. Yeah. And most of the good guys that grew up to be good guys were dweebs with girls when they were 15. Yeah. So she's like, my recommendation is wait. And she kind of acts like that's what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 And then Jen, um, Jen confides in Gramps, comatose Gramps, yeah. um, with a bunch of quotes about stats about teens who have had sex. Yeah. And how she's not really a slut. So and why is Gramps... Dawson and Gramps think she's a slut. Why is Gramps in this coma after his aortic rupture? I think maybe he had like a stroke or some ischemic event after this aorta thing. Okay, okay. And I don't know. Okay. They've never said, so... Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's more later in the episode. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we put him under anesthesia to do this. Well, if but... you have an aortic rupture, then you get ischemia. You could have got a stroke. Oh, okay, okay, and okay. And then they would have had to repair it. But... Okay, I don't know what ischemia is. Oh, like your lack of blood flow to your brain. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. We don't really know what Gramps' prognosis is, even though Gramps has been a nurse for four years. Yeah, yeah. So then um, at the end, Joey meets up with Dawson. Oh, this is a good scene. At the Greco-Roman Gardens again. Again, yeah. 
And then Dawson says they aren't friends. Mm-hmm. We're not getting along the way we mm-hmm. used to. It's not the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't just blame her not telling him about Gail. Yeah. Um, and he gets angry. He gets. She's like, you get angry at me too easy. You're way too critical of me. Yeah. Then they come up with this fake scenario where they were married in an alternate oh, universe yeah, yeah. and how they're soulmates. And they're talking about their hypothetical wedding and we don't know if we end up together. And um, she's like, do we do we end up together? And he's like, it gets a little hazy then. Yeah, what a dick. <sighs> Joey doesn't have any faith in their relationship surviving the long, long haul because... She's, and she looks at him and she goes, I had a wonderful time up until the end. Yeah, yeah. She's like straight to the Smithsonian. <laughs> Their relationship's extinct. Because <laughs> Dawson is still clueless. And that is the end that of the first it. four episodes. Woo! <laughs> Woohoo! We did it! Props Season to Tay for being the producer and techie person. Props to Danielle for making me type everything up in outline form because she's super type A. <laughs> All right, so our next episode, we're going to do three we're gonna, episodes. Let me see what's my thing say. We're going to do five through nine tentatively. Okay. That's five, six, seven, eight. That's five oh, episodes. Oh, Jesus. Well, we might, right. we might switch it to three, depending. Well, probably let's let's have we'll tell you at the start of the episode but watch the next like four yeah episodes. yeah it'll say it in the in the show notes if you look it'll tell you definitively which episodes it is we'll also mention it in the intro all right all right thanks thanks for tuning in next week dawson's creek teen drama mamas teen, teen drama for mama oh time teen drama for your mama i'm pressing record again do it Dogs and Creek. Say it loud. Dogs and Creek. Perfect. Now can you say Team Pacey? Team Pacey. Loud. Team Pacey. Now say Team Dawson. Team Dawson. That's perfect. Thank you, Coco.